Welcome to this Impossible Life podcast. I'm your host, Lisbeth Koning. In this podcast, I give my musings on mindset strategies to harness the power of I am to create possibilities. Today, I want to talk about self-compassion. I think now, more than any other time, this is more needed. Emotions are high, stress is high, routines are changed, families are together more than they usually are, and it can be a time where we beat ourselves up even more. We have the tendency to talk to ourselves the way we would never talk to anyone else. But I want to say the quote from Louise Hay. Louise says, you have been criticizing yourself for years and it hasn't worked. Try approving of yourself and see what happens. I love that quote. And it's so true. It doesn't get us anywhere to be so mean to ourselves. I mean, I'm sure you've heard so many quotes from Brené Brown, but what she says about self-compassion is self-compassion is key because when we're able to be gentle with ourselves in the midst of shame, we're more likely to reach out, connect, and experience empathy. And it's so true. When we can say to ourselves, you know what? This is hard right now. And it's okay. I'm struggling and that's okay. If we can admit to ourselves that it's okay, then we're a lot more likely to reach out and ask for help and ask for support. Even just having someone listening can make a huge difference. So today I want to share some self-compassion tools that I utilize every day. And I learned a lot of them from a self-compassion class that I took that was based on the work of Kristen Neff. Kristen Neff wrote a book called Self-Compassion, and she has a website where there are a ton of free resources. So after listening to this podcast, I definitely recommend checking it out. But one of my favorite easiest methods is to do a self-compassion moment. What you do is you put your hand on your chest And if you can be skin to skin, that's even better because just having that skin to skin contact right there over your heart releases hormones that are calming and kind of get rid of that stress response. So even just doing that. But beyond that, go ahead and take a deep breath. And then you have to think something kind to yourself. So whether it's this is hard and it's okay or whether it's telling yourself something positive, something you like about yourself, whatever it is that you need to hear in that moment is what you do. So you can do that anytime throughout your day. When you suddenly find yourself stuck in this middle of this stressful um, thought or like anxious thought, you can just stop, put your hand on your chest, take a deep breath and tell yourself it's going to be okay or tell yourself what it is that you need to hear. That's a self-compassion moment. So maybe you're not convinced yet. Maybe you're like, no, when you, when you use self-criticism, it motivates you to do better the next time. I'd like to encourage you to challenge that thought. Uh, Kristen, a quote from Kristen Neff goes, so why is self-compassion a more effective motivator than self-criticism? Because its driving force is love, not fear. Think about your interactions with other people. How often do you get the result you want when you are threatening and forcing? And how often do you get it when you are kind and loving? (laughs) 
this makes me think of a relationship of like when I was a kid with my parents. <laughs> I definitely sweet talked whenever I could. And if there was something I wanted, I would do chores around the house, be the best kid, right? And it's that it's a very juvenile example, but it's so true. I mean, how often have you won people over with kindness compared to how often have you won people over with fear? That's not the relationship that you want to have. That's not the result that you're going to want. It's not going to be long lasting. If you ever have had a boss that operates with fear, I mean, what do you do when they're not around? Nothing, right? You're like, I'm not going to work hard for you. You don't care about who I am as a person. You only care about yourself and benefiting yourself. So as soon as they're not looking, you're not going to be working hard. Whereas the bosses that I've had who have operated with love, I wanted to do everything for them. I went above and beyond. So the same thing is true with ourselves. We're going to be a lot more motivated if we're treating ourselves with love and self-compassion. So let's get to some work techniques. You're like, well, sometimes I just can't keep those thoughts out of my head, right? It's a recurring thought, that mean thought that just keeps coming back and back. Or um, or maybe it's anxiety. It's this fear that you just can't get rid of. It just swirls around in your head. I know you know what I'm talking about. So there's a couple different techniques you can use. And some of them are real quick, stopping it in the moment. And then some are a little bit more in depth. So the first one is just cancel, cancel. When that thought comes to your head, you stop it immediately. You just say cancel, cancel in your head. And that's telling your subconscious that this thought is not helpful and you do not need it right now. That's the easiest thing to do when you're in the midst, in the moment, you can't stop to do any of the other steps. You can just say cancel, cancel in your head. And you might have to do it again and again and again and again. But I promise, eventually, that thought will come less and less and you will be able to change it, especially if you use some of these other um, strategies. So if you have a little bit more time, there's a strategy called the three-step process. For this, the first step is to say, there it is. That's not me. That's a program. You want to identify that this is a feeling you're feeling and not who you are at your core. It's separating from this idea. Like, so even though you, trying to think of an example, even though you have this thought that you're lazy, right? God, you're so lazy. Oh, you're so, why are you so lazy, right? That thought keeps coming to your head. That isn't you. You aren't lazy, okay? The behavior is lazy or the thought is lazy. So you say, there it is. That's not me. That's, that's a program. And then you let yourself feel it. You just feel the emotion. So whether it's anger or fear or sadness or shame, think about where in your body you feel it. Is it your chest? Is it your neck? Is it in your belly? And just feel it as strongly as you can. Allow that feeling to be there and just fully be in it. So that's step two is allowing it. And then step three is releasing it. You say, thank you. I love you. I love you. I love you. You're like, wait, what? Why would I tell these feelings I love you? Well, because they are there to protect you. If you really dig deep and think, okay, so why would I have this thought or feeling? You can probably pin it back to in some way or form it's trying to protect you. 
But in our conscious mind, we see, you know what, this is not serving me anymore. So we have to train our subconscious to release it and not hold on to that belief anymore. So that's the important part of saying, thank you. I love you. I love you. I love you. And letting it go. So that's the three-step process. There it is. That's not me. Feeling it totally and completely and then releasing it with thank you. I love you. I love you. I love you. The next strategy that I want to talk about is a clearing. And this is the most in-depth and probably would work better if you have someone guiding you through it. But basically, if you have um, negative feelings or you get annoyed by someone else, a lot of times underneath that is what we call a limiting belief. It's a belief that is holding you back from being your full potential. And a lot of times these repetitive thoughts that we have in our head uh, can go exact, go directly to a limiting belief. And most limiting beliefs can be boiled down to the idea that I am not enough. And so we want to replace that with the belief that I am enough because we are enough and we already have everything inside of us that we need to lead a successful and happy life. But we get blocked from it with these limiting beliefs. And a lot of times the limiting beliefs lead all the way back from to childhood. That is where a lot of them are formed. And it might be the way our parents parented or the way they lived their life. And so we picked up certain things that way. It might be from an experience we had at school or home. But if we're not aware of it, then it's going to just be affecting our behavior and our decisions without us even knowing. And so we're going to stop ourselves from having opportunities or even seeing those opportunities because we don't believe that we're, we deserve them. We don't believe we're enough. So a clearing is a visual technique that helps you visualize basically getting rid of that belief and then you replace it with the new belief that you want to have. This is something that I do with my clients and my fellow coaches on my team. And you can definitely reach out to me and we can talk about the possibility of me leading you through a clearing. There are very many different ways and you can try different ways. Maybe one way doesn't work for you and you try some others. Um, But a clearing is a very effective way to, to kind of stop that subconscious belief and replace it with a new one. That's what I have for you today. Remember the strategies were a self-compassionate moment, cancel, cancel, the three-step process, and doing a clearing. And self-compassion is way more motivational and effective than self-criticism. Catch yourself when you start to have those negative thoughts and replace them. Because just like Christopher Gerner says, A moment of self-compassion can change your entire day. And a string of such moments can change the course of your life.